Hello. Hello. So as always, we have a question of the week. This week, we're, do- we're going back to the 90s. So what trend do you want to come back from the 90s or are you glad that has made a comeback? So I am super glad that high-waisted jeans, high-waisted wide leg jeans have come back, mm-hmm. which is recurring, right? The seventies, but those are <clears throat> more of a flare, but yes, high-waisted wide leg jeans are, I literally have, it's the only jeans I wear at this point and corset tops, which are only newly coming back in. I want to say like, mm, part way through last year, but I think they're going to be full force, especially in the fall. But yeah, those are my picks, fashion picks. What are are yours? So I also went fashion and, um, granted I do love like nineties reboots of shows. Like I, I want, I want more of those. That's what I want to come back or like, um, shows that were popular. Like there was supposed to be a 30 something revival that got canceled like or that didn't get picked up but that's one thing that I would like I mean they just did sex in the city which is technically a 90s reboot within just like that so I'm enjoying I mean I didn't really enjoy this and just like that but the idea of like bringing back characters from the 90s or repurposing the story I think is something I wish would come back in terms of fashion things I'm glad have come back came back um velvet I love any Mm -hmm. like I love velvet clothing I don't really know out as much as like some other things and then also just like to be as basic as ever just like scrunchies like hair accessories yeah like I'm very glad yeah. hair accessories are back obviously the wide leg the wide leg jeans I agree I'm not as like anti like you know I mean like I don't hate skinny jeans but I do like that the variety and like what's fashionable yeah is now not just one thing because you yeah, can find we what- can even like slacks chino things um which also a little bit are cargo pants which I still am against but um like I have a pair of like high-waisted khaki pants that I used to wear just to the office but like I wore them like quite a few times this like spring summer whatever and yeah it's so nice to have an alternative Mm -hmm. and feel like I'm not you know going to the office yeah and I think something that's really interesting about um and this is not what our podcast is about, but something that's really interesting about the nineties is so much of the trends that they're talking about in like 2022 coming back are just mm-hmm. like, accent, like it's called, have I already talked to you about this, the heroin chic. So it's like the grunge look, but people who like were not healthy. So like the Amy Winehouses, like mm-hmm. all of these fashion icons, like Kate Moss and stuff. So I think that like, remind, like the, the trends don't always like that there are more than just like the nineties trends aren't just like eating disorders and like cigarettes. Like there's like a huge yeah. variety of fashion trends outside of like that one picture of Kate Moss, everybody has hanging in their like first apartment, you know? Oh God. Yeah. But I did think that was like an interesting, when I was doing my research for this question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> article to like stumble upon and be like, huh, I never thought about how the reason that we're in a body positivity movement now is because <laughs> We all those ruined. girls got <laughs> in, the, in the 90s and like the like the 2000s yeah. well I saw a TikTok recently that was like a picture of America Ferrera from I don't actually know head. what oh that, uh, she was wearing like a court like a latex thing I never uh-huh. watched the show she was in oh Ugly Betty 
Ugly Betty. It could have been from that, even though I don't, I didn't think she was a high schooler in that, was she? No, I she, thought she was her, like an intern, like college no, intern or something. She like did early like early 20s. Hold on, let me like, she did like a really famous movie that had to do with her size, I think. Like the title of the movie had something to do with. Well, me, I, she, the picture is like her in a hall, like a high school hallway, and she's wearing, like, it looks kind of like Halloween y, but she's wearing like, a latex outfit kind of and the tiktok girl was like i can't believe we were all told that this was fat oh like, like she like, was gotta kick it up he, i bet it was I, that I disney channel movie maybe yeah maybe it did seem kind of disney to me um yeah maybe and they were like i can't we cannot believe that like this was presented to us as like the quote-unquote like fat friend like she was a probably a size like six yeah like at the most like maybe an eight also <laughs> like, she's like insane yeah I bet it was this movie because she looks like a little teen there gotta yeah, kick it out it was probably that one yeah. quite a, I think that's that movie but yeah no I completely agree when you look back at like, um, what? When you look back at it, or even like her being the one in like Sister of the Traveling Pants, like yeah, she's oh bigger God. than those yeah. three girls, but she's like probably an eight. Right. Yeah. It's not whatever. Anyway, all that to say is I'm glad that the 90s are coming back because I don't, I think, and maybe this is just like us getting older and acknowledging getting older, but like I feel like it's just opening my eyes to fashions that I didn't get to enjoy because I was like a child while also maintaining that I have my own personal style and I don't have to abandon it. Like I can like, you totally. know, wear grunge one day and then be like, not, maybe not for me. Yeah. Test it out. Yeah. Like I could test it out. Like it, I am glad that the, it's like, we're moving out of the girl boss, like chambray scarf, you know, oh those, God. I don't want that yeah. to come back. Dude. I've when, once I saw the rumblings on the socials that the girl boss air was over. I was like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, I can't keep, I can't, but anyway, do you want to get into today's episode? Yeah, let's do it. Hello. Hi. My name is Sophie and welcome to Single Best Scene. Yes, I'm wrong. Maddie. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> do we say hi and then our name? We say hi and then you say I'm Sophie and I say and I'm Maddie. And you say we really go back to- and forth that many times. Yeah. Damn. Right, well, we just say hi at the same we've stopped saying hi at the same time because you didn't yeah. like the way it sounded edited so I just don't say it well it's, we can't do it in unison is the problem I know so, so I just stopped it. saying it yeah all right hi say, hi I'm Sophie and I'm Maddie and welcome to single best scene this week we're covering yellow jackets so yellow jackets Equal part survival epic, psychological horror story, a coming of age drama. Yellow Jackets is a saga of a team of wildly talented high school girls soccer players. I don't really know if that part is important. Who become the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the remote northern wilderness. The series chronicles their descent from a compli- from a complicated but thriving team to savage clans while also traffic tracking the lives they've attempted to piece together nearly 25 years later, proving that the past is never really past and what began on the wilderness is far from over. I guess I disagree. I disagree with my disagree. I think it's probably important that it's a soccer, that we acknowledge that it's a soccer team in this little overview because- I mean, I guess, but just that wildly they're a team. successful. That seems a little strong. Well, they're supposed to go state champions. Better, but... Yeah, champions. But they could have told us that without being like a 
a team can be on a plane without. But yeah, the rest of it seems pretty accurate. This show to me proves once again why I'll never get on a private plane. I have absolutely no interest. Yeah, they're, the likelihood that they go down is like really, really high. Yep. <laughs> like compared to commercial planes. Helicopters are even worse. Which I is a real f- shame because I love me a helicopter. Just, whew, man. I also just feel like the likelihood that you could just like lose contact with someone is so much higher when you're not like on a plane with a bunch of other people who like, like, are, well, like you're just like in a concentrated group of people when you're on those private planes. Whereas on a commercial plane, there's people flying all over and some people have, um, I just feel like the likelihood of you being found in a commercial plane grass is like a hundred percent higher than in a private Oh, just because like somebody, one of those people is somebody's gonna be really dedicated to looking for them. Yeah, well, you're you've just the have search more, party odds. The are search, up. yeah, they're just bigger. Yeah, I think it's actually really weird that we have yet to see the searching. Like we are really only from their perspective. Yes, and which is such an interesting choice because we basically didn't hear at all from. Actually, we could talk about this later. I we I'll write down. Well, I, no. We've really been trying to get better about like, but write not that, jumping around so much. Write that yeah, point I'll down in in B plus because I do think in questions. I do think that's important to note that the way the show and this kind of goes to the pilot. So we'll go into pilot and then we'll go back to relationship. But um, or why don't we just stick to our theme? Sophie, I know your relationship to the show. What is your relationship to the show? <laughs> Um, well, actually, I first heard about it when I um, I listened to TV's Top Five. It's a very good podcast if you like TV. It comes out on Fridays. They do. It's a, a two journalists from the Hollywood Reporter. I want to say, but maybe that's wrong. Whatever. It's some news organization. Um, they cover like actual TV news. That that week's top five news stories, basically, in the TV industry, and they usually do like two or three inter- or one or two interviews within each episode. And they interviewed the creators, mm-hmm. um, directors. It's a husband and wife team. And uh, I didn't have any context for the show. Like maybe I like looked up the trailer or something like that after I heard them talk about it. But the conversation, what was interesting to me more so is that like they asked them a lot of questions about how this was their first, maybe this was their first producer role or director, like they'd only done, or maybe they'd only been directing and now they were producing something like that. This was sort of the, this couple's first project where they really owned it. Um, and so they talked a lot about that. And I, um, and you know, they asked a lot of casting questions. They talked about the casting a ton, which I shouldn't have gone back and listened to now that I like actually saw it and had more like context. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one of the first, like the first casting or the first person cast on the show was actually one of the younger version girls, but I can't remember which one. Um, Cause I, they explained that they fully expected to cast the older women and then go in and cast the lookalike children basically. Right. Um, but, but for one or two of the pairs that it actually happened in reverse, I think. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Taisha's character. That's I pure speculation, so but she just um, kind of seems to be really blowing up. Granted they like really. killed. Yeah. They like killed casting. 
Like I yeah, think the casting no, like, on this show is like such next a level. spectacular job. Um, but yeah, and and I was like, after I listened to that interview, I was like, okay, Maddie, you need to move to LA and marry a, G- a TV <laughs> director because like the kind of things that this couple is like talking about, they talk about on a regular basis. Like they'd go on little walks and like each walk would be like a different, like they would talk through like the entire, like a single character in the show, like they were planning, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they would like talk through like every single nook and cranny of, you know, Jessica or Misty or whoever. And like, just like that was the theme of the walk was just like every single fucking thing you could think of for that character. And I was like, Maddie would love that. <laughs> I would. So that makes more sense as to why you texted me, you need to move to LA and marry someone in TV. And I need to move to Southern California and married an Olympian. Oh yeah. That's where all the volleyball players are. I was like, what are the odds of this text? But that makes more sense. Like contextually where you were coming from. Like that. I think their names are yeah. like Ashley and Bart or something. Yeah, I don't know. But like, those names um, for sure, Ashley. Then like uh that interview came out and it was like around the first episode of the show. And also it's on a network that I don't have. So I kind of just like blew it off. And then as the show like gained popularity, I was like, oh, this sounds dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I actually, like it always sounded, I was always a little neck on it, even in the interview, like when they were explaining, I was like, this is an interesting interview, but it does not make me want to watch the show necessarily. And then the more hype it got, I was like, yeah, no, I just don't think this one's for me. And then Maddie was like, we have to cover it. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I got so- showtime. <laughs> and all the things. <laughs> it's so funny because like historically for us, and I was even looking at our website the other day. And mine's like loves teen dramas, light romps, like light romances, all the stuff. And yours is like dark, like dark shows for like, you typically like the darker shows. So when you were like, it just seems too dark. I was like, if I can watch it, you can watch it. You know what I mean? Like in terms yeah, of but like, su- the like cannibalism really, it, I knew it was going to be a cloud over the show and I was right. It was see, just yeah. a lot didn't bother yeah it's so funny that didn't bother me at all I saw a lot of hype like a lot of hype on Twitter and for years and I don't really know like why but I've been following Melanie Linsky who plays Shauna for just like I feel like I've been following her forever she just is she's like an actress who's just like in a lot of things but also she's just really sweet on Twitter like I just enjoy her as a person and so then between that like the Twitter fandom freaking out about it like truly it felt like Sunday night succession was like the like succession was gone and now we're talking yellow jackets um and then Melanie being in it and I already had showtime because my dad watched shameless for some reason and we never canceled it um so yeah I binged it and like fully was obsessed I like watched it in like I watched like six episodes in like a day and then like watched the rest live because I like as like they aired at like midnight like I like got into it um but kind of going back, so let's talk about the pilot a little bit before we go too deep. And I think something you said was really interesting at the beginning of the episode, which is there's not a ton of like family in the show, right? Like once they leave home, you don't really see the rest of the show, like what their parents are up to. And right. in the there's pilot, only two timelines. Yes. There's them in the woods and there's them as adults. That's it. Like in right. 2021. 
Right. There's no, well, even in their past timeline, it's not like we've shot to their hometown and seen like anybody acknowledging that the plane's gone. Like they're aside from like, you know, in present day, them talking about like, I remember where I was when I heard the plane crash. Right. So we know, we know that they know there was a plane crash. Also they were going on a soccer trip. So like they didn't show up to the trip. So like nobody checked in. They had to have known after like eight hours of the plane crash. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking it's really even fascinating in the pilot that we only see, we see like almost no family like sending them off, right? Like all their parents come in to like make sure they're packed or like, yeah. but like, there's no, like they set it up. So really as an audience member, the team is the only family, right? Like right. they only have yeah. each other. And I wasn't like, I never sat there and like wondered like, oh, I bet so-and-so's mom is like so upset or like worried I about them. Right. I was never worried about which I think is smart I was never freaking out about what their families were doing back home because that would have been yeah. such a bummer <laughs> to have been like like I didn't even I never even thought about like high school Jeff did you when you were watching the show no <laughs> it's like just very interesting boyfriend yeah the anytime I thought about the like what, where their parents, it was like so abstract because like, we didn't really see, like you said, we didn't really see the parents. So it was like, well, like, I guess whatever I thought about, it, I was like the parents, like just like collectively baseless mob, like the parents have got to be concerned. Right. Right. Or, like, whatever right. it is. Whenever like one of the characters would make an offhand comment, like, well, they're coming to get us. And I'd be like, yeah, I bet they are freaking out that like, mm-hmm. And even we didn't in, actually have a visual on that. So. No, and really, even in the present day storyline, we only saw Jackie's parents and Natalie's mom. So it wasn't even like we saw like any other parents 25 years later um, right. dealing with it. I, yeah, I just, I had, I had not thought about that at all. That's such an interesting take. Well, right. That would have been like such a normal time to bring it up. Okay, why did we bring this up once again? I thought we were going to talk about this in plots. Why are we talking about the pilot? Um, okay, we can wait because I um, talked. We don't have to keep going fine. into it. All I was saying is that in the pilot episode, I didn't realize until you said it that there wasn't any emphasis on the parents. They spent all of the time with the family. Yeah. Like they spent all the time with the team. Even the night before the game, they were all at the party. So there was just absolutely no emphasis on the family. Oh, and I think that was man to prove that. I think it was to prove that 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 was their family like yeah solidify the 25 year relationships I wasn't talking about the whole yeah I um I the pilot for me I don't know like it was like somehow exactly what I expected and also yet still very confusing like I did have a hard time like piecing together which adult was which child because it wasn't super clear to me which one of the soccer players was going to be a main character as an adult so it it probably took me like an embarrassing amount of time to like figure out who was who like pretty much the only one I definitely knew was like Shauna um because they did make that a pretty tight connection I think visually um I, and I don't mean like the by casting, like by the way they cut the scenes together. I think yeah. it was really clear which one Shauna was. Um, they didn't even let Misty update her haircut. Like she had the exact same yeah. hair. Misty, yeah. Well, yeah, Misty was easy to tell also because she's fully unhinged. Um, 
so that was great. I do think Natalie is the, the two Natalies look the least alike of all the like old young combos. And so I think they have the most similar me, mannerisms though. Yeah, they had super similar, like, and as soon as I saw, like, I, I realized it clicked, I was like, oh, yeah, but that was the, I think that was the, la- the the one that took me the longest to figure out was which, when, which, who old Natalie was, because obviously old Natalie was important, um, but um, Misty and the rat, that whole thing, at the, towards the end of the pilot, I was like, oh, oh she's like fucking unhinged like she's there's no not one single hinge left and so I was like oh no yeah (laughs) basically like she is gonna be like a unpredictable like dark character the whole time and I'm probably gonna hate her and that both those things were accurate (laughs) oh see I really warmed up to Misty not like she, she's she's a, I'm not saying that like any of her behavior is no of course of course, oh, of course. she's insane I would not want to be friends she was with her. slightly endearing towards that but I I At also times. think I was warmer to adult Misty than teen Misty no oh, 100%. like not to like discredit the actresses like everyone was phenomenal in the show I just think um she's owning her crazy more in present day and like hiding yep. it in the past which makes sense like age wise um yeah I gave yeah. like you know what I mean like, just as you get older you just legitimately care less yeah um I gave the pilot a nine out of ten I like loved it like I was immediately kind of sold in um the only thing the really one of my biggest like why is this happening obviously like the cannibalism of it all I get what you're saying but the um why is this happening of the show both moments happened in or the the moment happened in the first episode where I was like this is I get what they're doing but it just felt a little too over the top with Shauna like fingering herself to her daughter's boyfriend that was just my least favorite thing that happened like throughout the show Mm -hmm. because I thought there could have been a more subtle way to get across the point that she was like emotionally stunted and also like romantically frustrated I also didn't understand why it was like her daughter's boyfriend like I was just like very that's that was the yeah, moment when I was like am I gonna like you know what I mean where I was like I'm watching yeah. the show for her like am I gonna like this show and then they like moved past that quickly so I was glad but that's probably why I didn't get a 10 out of 10 for me yeah also I like, never wanted them to get in the plane like I wanted them to get in the plane like I was like this is about a plane crash and the like sure. all of that stuff and I'm like I don't why are we at soccer practice oh that's the other thing that I hated in the show was uh tie breaking that girl's leg Allie's leg and the, oh, the bone and bone coming out that is the grossest thing I saw all season oh see that didn't really bother me that bothered me so much it was so gross. I was like Ugh. but like that was <laughs> I've seen that in real life but <laughs> can't at one of my brother's soccer games it was like an ankle break that like literally the like these two kids kicked the ball at the same time like one was kicking toward you know what I mean like they yeah, came no, out I, from yeah. opposite directions and like one kid's foot literally just like bent backwards the way it was not supposed to no nope, yeah no nope. and I'm pretty sure there was bone it was very gross that's so gross that's so gross that's so yeah, that gross. part I wasn't the bone thing I that didn't bother me but them all maybe eating each other yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> that got to me 
So I know you had a harder time getting into the show. What would you say your turning point scene is? So um, this was a turning point down for me where I was like, oh, I would turn this off if we weren't covering it. Um, And that was when Missy pulled the plugs on the rescue box. Um, Just to follow up the Misty's uh, unhinged um, thing. When she pulled the plugs on that box, I was like, okay. (laughs) Like I knew that they were going to be gone, that they, you know, they told us like in the pilot that they, the the girls were missing for like 18 months. Yeah, I think. 16 months, something like that. Like it was like a year and a half. months or something, yeah. And um, here I was hoping, I guess, that it was because they're in a, a densely wooded, unpopulated part of Canada um, and not because Misty is a fucking sociopath and broke their rescue box. I was like, okay, I don't know how you come back from this. Like, where is her redemption? Because, wow. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the damage she did just by doing that is so horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't agree that she made the very wrong choice, but I do think it's just a really interesting uh it's an interesting move to make a character make who's better thriving in a situation where everybody else is rapidly declining like misty did better in the wilderness than she did at high school and like Mm -hmm. for her to like triple down on that fact and be like i would rather be happy than these people get home um set the well no well of course like that was it yeah i kind of forgot that she did that until I was prepping for this episode. Like it happened and I was like, oh, damn it, Misty. And then just kind of moved on. But the, I said, damn it, Misty, like every every three scenes she was on screen. Like there were so many things she did where I'd be like, Misty, you're really gonna yeah. kidnap that? Like, oh, uh, like yeah. really gonna break like Nat's car? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's, um, she made zero right choice zero sensible choices yeah but that is interesting that that like irritated you to the point of like wanting to turn it off you know oh yeah I was like oh you can't we can't there's nothing I mean (laughs) like this just because then the whole thing becomes avoidable like this all could have been avoided and we're gonna watch the rest of this show seeing in real time how they will slowly die off one by one and how they survive and then how they are extremely like poorly functioning adults because of this horrible thing that happened to them and that horrible thing was misty (laughs) yeah yeah it it just seems i was like this is sad extra sad extra sad that um mine was probably the present day blackmailing I mean I was never out on the show I was pretty like immediately sold but um that was my turning point scene was when I realized that like whatever happened was worth someone caring about it 25 years you know what I mean like and why like I was very interested in the why now of it all Mm Hmm. Um, like, you know, they've, why wouldn't you do this? 
soon, you know, so that's probably sure, what sure, I, sure. what I was sold on. And then I just, yeah. Did you ever have a turning point scene or did you only just have the, like, nope. That's the only one I wrote down. Okay. Um, I guess. <sighs> I guess when I was like, okay, maybe this show is like maybe I'm like starting to like this show a little more is when Shauna and her daughter like Shauna being a bitch to her daughter was very funny to me um and she didn't Shauna didn't get like at least what I thought was funny lines until like episode five and it was within the context of her daughter Mm -hmm. either like actually saying things to her directly or like saying things about her um yeah so yeah I was like okay Shauna like redemption redeemed the show for me a little bit because I do think she gets the best like funniest lines at least Misty's are adult Misty is like crazy so it's funny and not like kind of scary way but still like a like you're all you're from another planet kind of funny but sean is is like actually like very dry (laughs) like she gets jokes (laughs) you know what i mean eventually for some reason they wait until episode fucking five to to give her a joke but um or maybe i just like wasn't catching the earlier ones but no i agree i mean i think um it's interesting because going into the show i thought shauna was the main character and and ending the show I still feel like she's probably number one like on the call sheet like in terms of sure that but the they did a really good job I think of like splitting it up all that stuff so I agree like I feel like we saw so much of Shauna's like life yeah too which yeah um she gave me really Molly Ringwald vibes okay like yeah she's the you have a baby in a bar actress from Sweet Home Alabama I mean, she's done a million credits, but right. that's what I always think of her from first. <laughs> um, okay, do we want to take a quick break and then come back to talk about all the other things? Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Um, I don't have, I think it's my turn to do a recommendation this week, mm-hmm. um, but I think we already did the commercial break for anxious people I don't know if we need to do another one because remember last week we did two yeah you're right Um, so I I just don't want we can do one I just don't um yeah anxious people um yeah no I think we're good we did record it last week so I think we're fine okay so for Sophie when she's editing this later it's in the the last episode we did the great episode y'all have to to peel it out there's this one of these vulture articles as um a survival expert breaks down the yellow jacket's best and worst decisions oh really yeah i wish i would have read those that seems interesting Look, first line of this article, Showtime's buzzy new series, Yellow Jackets, has everyone wondering, when are these girls going to start eating each other? 
never didn't think that they were going to resort to cannibalism. It just didn't cloud the show for me. Like the series I, was a high school soccer team that resorts to cannibalism in parentheses, probably. <laughs> yeah, like it just didn't. I knew it was probably coming. I just also knew we're going to be there for 19 months and we're back. We're going to be there for 19 months. And um, the cannibalism of it all, you've got to break down their society so much. Right. And we didn't, it wasn't until episode nine where we saw like these girls are capable of it on drugs, granted, but like I just wasn't worried about them like breaking into cannibalism on like episode three. Cause like they're still in a functioning human society. They still have the like hierarchy of bully, you know what I mean? Like they still they need to mm-hmm. like become shells of themselves to get to like I don't think you go from like McDonald's to cannibalism over like that long. And I read an article that was like based on Shauna's pregnancy, we can believe that they have been there for four months. So. Yeah, time was kind of hard to tell. Yeah, they like haven't even, they're like in their first winter. Yeah, I, but I, okay, I, at some point, like every once in a while, they would drop a like loose time reference. Like, well, we haven't seen a bear in three weeks. And I'd be like, oh, guess time's passed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so then, okay, so they, soccer season, and it was warm, and one of them was having to miss prom, right? Mm-hmm. This, the freshman was missing prom, that was this show. Um, and so that would be, let's call it April, when the plane went down, and it's Canada. So it must have been really end of April. Um, so by the time they start giving us time references, like, or I, I don't know when, when we, it was clearly summer the whole time, like for most of the season, right. Right. In the flashback. And then that first winter though, I mean, in Canada, it could have been like late September, early October. That's maybe. what I'm thinking. I mean, they did talk about homecoming. So one of them must be tracking what day it is. I think they're kind of tracking based on their periods. Yeah, like, I think they like because be. we remember when Shauna didn't want anybody to know she was pregnant. Yeah, and so I mean, they, I remember like, she, like, that. Faked. So like, I um, think that's probably how realistically I would also try. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm in the wilderness yeah. and I have absolutely nothing, that's yeah. how I would track it too. So I think it's just safe to think. I mean, I, I think it's September or October by the end of it. I was thinking October, so that like falls in line with because it's not the dead of winter yet. No, 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 no. Because Jackie went outside. And they were surprised. That thinking, yeah, yeah. So I think it's like the first day, you know, whatever. But something funnier than cannibalism. There were jokes in the show. Do you want to ping pong back and forth? I don't have a ton. But I do have some. Most of them are said by Misty. Yeah, I, yeah, we can ping pong Sorry, I'm really skimming this article about like survival, what they did right. Here's an important tip for our listeners. Three of anything is an international sign of distress. Also, he was like this in this vulture article, it says if, because 
it, it asks if it was the right decision to leave the plane crash and mm. look to the lake. And it's this survivalist says you should almost always stay unless you're in physical danger or no one knows where you are. Getting water was a good was a good call, but they should have left a trail so that they could get back to the plane. They were just lucky that they found the cabin that gave them shelter. But at the beach on the lake, that would have been a great place to make a huge bonfire to use as a signal, especially because there was so much green, like tree branches and stuff. That stuff would be really smoky when it burned. And so it would like be a very clear smoky, like giant smoky signal for whoever came to look for them. So if this ever happens to you, dear listener. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so yeah, I don't have a ton of, ton of jokes, but again, because I didn't write any of them down until episode five um, or didn't think that there was any until like episode five, but um, this is from the plane crash girls. um, And Uh, it's really chaotic. Lottie has like gone into a trance basically. Mm -hmm. And when they do the Ouija board and um, one of them shouts, since when does Lottie speak French? And then turns to Jackie and goes, aren't you in her class? And she goes, yeah, she's, but she sucks at French. (laughs) It's like so peak. That was um, the first chaotic moment where there was jokes, I think. <laughs> yeah, I laughed. I, this line itself isn't funny. That's why I think like some of these like aren't funny, but the context sure. of them are funny. But Misty's just extreme manipulation. Everything about Misty's oh date in the first episode was so funny, but her being like, if you thought I was pretty, you'd come inside. And that guy being like, okay, fine. Like, okay, yeah. fine, too. Which goes into my second one, which is, hello, Misty, you crazy fucking bitch with yes. Natalie and a, rebel, like, and a shotgun. Yeah, that so was I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, I love them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is not a quote, but just the fact that Natalie and um, what was Javi's brother's name? Travis. Travis. Mm-hmm. That Natalie and Travis were like hooking up in the plane crash plane. I don't know why I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Um, I guess a runner is the citizen detective. I loved any time Misty mentioned the yes. citizen detective group, but when they yes. went to go see Travis's house and she goes, it's never a good sign when a suspect lives like a hermit. And you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was very funny. Um, another wisty one is when she's at the old folks home and the girl God. says, you remind me of my granddaughter. No one really likes her either. <laughs> no oh my god I missed that and then I think Misty um, killed her like or didn't give her her pills that day Misty was a oh, terrible and, and then, then she died yeah and then she said that that was her mother's best friend to put the Misty was a terrible she's a good friend terrible nurse horrible nurse um someone okay I didn't write down any names but someone was having a meltdown on the phone while wearing a face mask do you remember it must have been current day. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes, it was Natalie. She, no, it was Natalie. Natalie in her hotel room, and she's like, like having a full. She's trying to get into right, the right, right. 
And she like has a full yeah, like screaming, like break stuff. She has a face mask on the whole time, which is yeah, I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, my favorite moment of the entire show was one line that really won me over, which was Jeff yelling, "What? There's no book club." The earnestness in the delivery. The fact that he knew all the cannibalism that she was having an affair. He knew everything. And the thing he felt the most betrayed about was that there was no book book club. club. And that's like the equivalent of, I'm trying to think of like what the equivalent of lying about book club every day is. And it's like the equivalent of saying like the, like the sports team I like is playing every single night. Like book club happens or not even that. It's like the Super Bowl happens four times a year. Like book clubs are once a month twice a month at most yeah so the fact that she so much book club is like very aggressive it's very aggressive but i just it won me i would i just like fully i like paused the tv and laughed and was like everybody needs to watch this show um ben makes a comment about how wolves can kill anything if the pack is big enough Mm -hmm. and i was like oh no Again, not funny, but I was like, that's pretty direct. Like, that's pretty direct foreshadowing. Like, what a pointed comment. It's like, oh, God, okay. My next one was a Ben thing that wasn't really a joke either. But when Misty decides to go on the rescue mission to go find other things with Ty and Van, and Ben's like, oh, yeah, no, you should, you should go. Like, he's trying to, like, feign. Like, he wants Misty to leave him so bad. Yes. Uh, but he's like, okay, like, if you think you should go, then, like, I support that decision <laughs> yeah. for you to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so funny. Um, when Doug booed the class, this is, like, literally, I think, what, episode nine <laughs> when, or ten, uh, when Doug booed the class president when she got up at mm-hmm. the reunion and she says, shut the fuck up, Doug. You're an adult. <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> um, I only have one more, which I don't know who says it, but it was at their doomsday, like creepy ass uh, homecoming. Someone says, mm. we'll drink rotten berries and celebrate our impending death. <laughs> I'm assuming it was Natalie or Ben because they spent a lot of time at that party together. But I was like, yeah, yeah. that's that's fair one of these probably gonna die and it's not natalie so i have four more somehow um mm-hmm. at one point shauna says are you quoting beaches at me right now <laughs> um and then the last thing i have to do with misty so when the prisoner is trying to convince her is trying to convince Missy to let her go she calls it the Coagula Inn <laughs> like this her house <laughs> I think she also like in, in a context somewhere like as much as it as much fun as it's been staying at the Coagula Inn I think it's time that I leave <laughs> <laughs> is that what she's like she hasn't learned how to use the phone yet too like Coagula hasn't learned how to use the phone yet I think that there was there's a lot of Coagula jokes I yeah, think I agree um then um missy is wringing out a bloody rag and says i just got the craziest case of deja vu (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) 
the last one I have is her saying, Jessica got what she deserved. Everyone knows that smoking kills. I'm not sure if that's something she actually said or what, but I think it is. I think so too. It's at least implied she does literally tell her, she's like, you know, smoking is going to kill you or like smoking these things yeah. are going to kill you. It's a disgusting habit or something. Disgusting it's a ha- yeah, she's deadly like, habit. Yeah, she really should quit. Like, are you sure? And she's like, just give them to me. I just love that Misty threw them away and that girl made her get them out of the trash. I would have been like, bitch, I'm running yeah. so far from here. I'll go buy new cigarettes. Yeah, like, I I'm thought it was interesting place. though that like Misty always wore gloves when she was downstairs, but when she handed her the cigarette pack, she was not wearing gloves. Could come back in season two. Except yeah, I don't know. I just noticed it. Except some of something that I found really um that I really enjoyed about this is that these girls all have this one big secret together, right? They're the only people who yeah. know what happened on the wilderness. And then every single character except Natalie, who's now been kidnapped, has a major secret from the other ones. Like yeah. next level mage. Like Shauna killed a man that was not the one blackmailing her. It was their husband. Ty is for sure still in the cult of Lottie and like doing all that stuff and also hire Jessica to like poke around and see how far they can push it and then Jessica and then Misty killed Jessica right so had they just been like actually like honest and like tackled this from all sides they end up in a mess of their own making which I find very interesting because you think they'd be closer or have absolutely no contact like this weird like 30% contact is interesting yeah I mean they did all get involved with like burying that body so they do know that she killed him no but that she murdered the wrong like that he's not the one that was blackmailing them and also nothing to do with Travis's death yeah they kind of also know like I did think that was probably like one of the harsher things that Shauna had the levity and also the like she like got it both ways like she could be the cruelest and also the like nicest when needed but when she told um basically telling Nat like when we're as fucked up as we are like suicide isn't like why isn't that on the table for you like sure. are it like that's like the show so well, yeah because she was like don't you just like ever want it all to just stop yeah like every day is she because she goes it's, it's a whole speech that ends in that like the yeah. whole monologue no, no, I am. that's like do you ever feel like, you know, it's just like another day of like putting on like a mask for the world and like nobody understands what we're going through and like blah, 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 blah. Like knowing that we can't even tell anybody and like it was like we can't undo the things. Like every time I close my eyes, I think of how it was or whatever old traumatizing thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So first she, she gets and it's like, well, like, don't you ever just want it all to be quiet? So like yes. it shouldn't be that much of a reach to think about her, whatever, whatever her speech was. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of goes into heartbreak. Um, Cause that obviously was a big, I have like four like heartbreak scenes. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have it just to rattle them off? Yeah. So one of them was, I did think the decomposing of Adam's body that Shauna cared about while talking about the only man that it seems like Natalie's ever really loved or that mm-hmm. Natalie had this really close connection with was just like very beautifully sad. Like, and also because they seem to be the least close. 
Yeah. Um, like they never, they got the least amount of scenes together. Um, and so that was very big bummer for me. Uh, Shauna's abortion scene was a very big, or the almost abortion. Almost. Yeah. The attempt was a very big bummer and very sad. And I was, I liked that Ty was the one that comforted her. Um, I enjoy their like dynamic on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one was Jackie's death. Wow. When <laughs> young, uh, her name is Sophie. There's like four Sophie's on this cast. Really? Uh, one of them's uh, Sophie that plays young Shauna and then Sophie that plays young Natalie, but Sophie, the French Sophie that plays young Shauna, like screaming and like them all realizing that Jackie had frozen to death was so sad. And also it was just so sad that she died in such a human, like stubborn way. Like she could have yeah. gone back inside or they could have gone out and gotten her and everybody just assumed wrong. Like nobody yeah. did the right thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like she was too prideful to go back in and also just that her, the last thing she heard is that like nobody cared about her. And then when mm-hmm. she died, that that's the only thing she wanted to hear is that like she was loved. It just made me really sad. And like, I think by episode 10, I had at least got kind of like separated from how young they were because yeah. there were really no things that were like forcing you to acknowledge that they're still high school students. And like some could be as young as soft, you know what I mean? Like they're not all seniors. And right, so in yeah. that moment, I was just really reminded like, holy shit, like these kids are just fighting. You know what I mean? Like she just like, she's insecure too. Like she doesn't right. have it all figured out the way that everybody thinks she does. Mm-hmm. And and then my last one is definitely um, not one that I would assume you would think is sad, but that that Jeff knew the whole time. Like he knew all the stuff that ha- had happened. He had read the, I just don't think it's going to be yours. I think you'll agree with me that it was a bummer, but sure. um, that Jeff had read her diaries and had known everything and like loved her anyway. It didn't make him want to leave her, all that stuff. And Shauna like didn't trust that he, to let him fully in. Like the realization, like I know the book club thing is one of my favorite moments, but like also mm-hmm. realizing that he knew everything and was like still willing to like keep their family intact when it seems like that's something that she's so like terrified of is anybody finding out what's happened. Yeah, that was like I was like, I, your marriage could be healthier. Uh, like I mean, right. Like, and I think he wants it to be. I think so too. Yeah, I I don't know. Finding out that Jeff knew what for me was kind of a relief. Mm-hmm. I it wasn't necessarily like sad. It was more I was just frustrated because I was like, oh my God, like if I was her, I would be so annoyed that he didn't tell me that he knew and let me feel like I'm holding on to this secret like so so tightly when like theoretically they like they have been actually sharing it this whole yeah, time and yeah. like sharing the weight they've been sharing the secret without sharing the weight because he she didn't know that he knew that's what so, I'm sad about it's like I wish Shauna would have known that she wasn't alone in that yeah but that it was such a quick that all happened so quickly that it didn't give me enough time to like fully like because I never really knew how much Jeff knew like he mentioned it a few times, like, oh, you never, actually, I don't even know when he mentioned that, like, she never talked about it once or twice. I don't know. It just wasn't enough for it to be super forefront. So then when he was like, oh, actually, like, she was like, oh, you knew. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> and now yeah. he knows. And now you guys can like be a cute family. 
Yeah. I don't know why it's, it, that one's come up to me while we've been talking. That wasn't one yeah. that like hit me in the moment. Obviously that's not like sure. all the other ones were a little bit more like slap you in the face sad. Like of course yeah. dying is sad. Cause I just thought of another one, but I'll let you go. So I don't say all of them. Um, oh no, it's fine. Mine was, I, the, the, I just picked one. Okay. Um, and mine was the scene where Ty tells her wife that they need to leave for like their safety. Yeah. That was sad. I was like, this must've been so hard. Like, and because she like really had to convince her and like she just must be so scared and is so out of control that she has to like send her family away which seems to be important to her um because I did believe her I mean it was so shitty when she said she was going to drop out of the race and then didn't I was like that was a bad move but um you know, basically until that point, she seemed to be like super, like all about her family and stuff. Um, so I think that out of, was sad for me. I think out of all of the characters, the choices that they make in 1996 impacting who they are today in 2021 ties is the most eye opening. Like when you meet her in the first episode, you think she's like all put together and like mm-hmm. whatever, all this stuff. And then watching her slowly unravel to the point of still sacrificing her like child's best like you know what I mean like I feel like I that scene was very very sad but I almost feel like because we learned at the last moment that Ty like has that like blackout eyes thing where she like goes somewhere else and like does who knows what well, and eats dirt and like tor- torments her son and like has this whole other alter right person there's it's made me question I- her more like you know what I mean like well, in a one good of way. the first things I wrote down in the plots, I was like, it's hard to believe that Ty is stable enough to run for office. Like yeah. I honestly, like it honestly, I cannot believe she's made it this far. It's like, like it makes like a, no fucking sense. Like a very controlling personality. And like she doesn't have control over her mental health. She just zero, can control everything. Zero control. Yeah, she just is controlling everything around her. And in fact, like it like her it is like it's so like it's her mental health manifests into a actual like alternate like personality which is literally like what like like, it's like demonic it's dangerous yeah it's dangerous for everyone involved and it's again I just can't believe she's running for office like oh my god she won and she won right that's so crazy now in power her wife went downstairs and found that shrine I was like holy shit I can't wait for season well, two you know what the I mean like blood dripping out of the the vent I was like don't go in there yeah same don't same. go in there what are you doing I'm like I, where even I, does this go like I was like who dumb? I was like okay so we've spent all season thinking Misty's the only person locked in their basement like Misty's the only one of right. these secrets in their, in their basement, basement. And it's like, we just finished cleaning up Adam's blood. And now Ty has some dead thing in her basement. So my, I like, and like, look, season two will come out and we'll just all laugh at how wrong I was about this. I'm not actually totally convinced that Ty is in the cult. I just like, wouldn't like, for some reason, they're not as connected as they could be to me right now like because Ty's thing because they show her in the before times like seeds of her 
like the dirt eating and all this and like sleepwalking and all this stuff, it seems extremely personal and like part of her mental health and part of her coping mechanisms outside of like a cult direction. You know what I mean? And she just seems like too uptight to just join a cult. Like, and because she, it's like dissociative. Like she doesn't realize it's her or she's like in such deep denial that like the other person is also her that, I don't know. It just, to me at least, like, and yeah, did they string all the bad stuff together at the end, which included the cult? Yes. And again, I'm sure I'm going to be wrong about it. I just like am open to this being a tie problem the no, bloody just... dog head and stuff <laughs> because because it's like she keeps even the way she explains it to her wife she's like I become this other person you know what I mean yeah I don't I don't disagree with I don't you know. I also think that this I will be I'm really interested to see how they handle the cult stuff because kind of like what you're saying and I immediately was like, oh, she's in the cult. And then I made my family, I made my dad and sister and her fiance watch it. And they were all like, no, she's not. Like, she doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, they were like, what do you mean? And right. Then, so like, I've also like, so I do think that there's a chance that maybe she's like, cause then I was like, well, maybe our definition of cult is just not what they're going to do. Right. Like, it's not going to be like, um, in the plane crash. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I almost wonder if like the cult like her member like she will like called Lottie and like reconnected post because of whatever happens in the next what they're they're like 15 more months yeah so whatever happens in those 15 months we obviously know that like Lottie's the antler queen and Mm -hmm. saying that sentence makes me feel like it's on Riverdale (laughs) they all like she can remember she was like speaking in French she like was like the bear wants us to kill him for food like she obviously has some like talks to the darkness type of Mm -hmm. something going on so like light witchcraft (laughs) is she because then I was thinking maybe she's legit blackmailing Ty to get her in office for something right like Lottie's family had a lot of money right totally So maybe there's like those two things go together but not in a like she's a loyal like or maybe she like made a vow that like now she's to keep her promise on like that's I think the other thing yeah I think once we figure out what how they got to the place where the cannibalism happens, where they start, like how they get rescued, all of that stuff. Like, I think we'll all feel stupid until we know, right? Like anything is sure is plausible because I also just think there's different levels of cult. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, and, and, I, and that's and taking me a while. I also think that whatever they end up having to become, which we saw the flash forward, right? Like in the pilot. Mm-hmm. So we know that this is they and they are at some point that right. Like, yes, they somehow get to like wearing slightly rabid, not human horned, you know, wolf fur wearing gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're that at some point, right? So we know that's going to happen, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is what the cult looks like in twenty twenty one. I think mm-hmm. is fair. I do think it maybe I'm assuming it'll evolve or something. I definitely think that Van is still alive. And I think Van is like, is the right-hand man still okay. to um, Lottie. 
I'm I like say, very confident. <laughs> when I talked to my dad about it, my dad was like, why wouldn't Van be alive? She survived the plane crash. She survived almost being set on fire twice. She survived being attacked by a wolf. A wolf survived- attack? I cannot believe she survived the wolf attack. Like I yeah. cannot believe it. They went so big with when- her injuries. Yeah, I will say. No, her face was gone. I will say I'm really happy that the, I was frustrated as I watched it live, but now I can say I'm really happy that the only closed loop we got in season one was like who was running the cult and also that, or who was doing the blackmailing and then the Lottie of it all. But we didn't know anything else because I do think it's really fun to still speculate. Yeah, totally. Like, I agree with you. Like I for sure think Van's alive. I have like a whole predictions section. Um, and like, that's yeah. Like I was so curious um my last kind of sad thing and this might be a b plot so we'll just go in from this into yeah. b plots is honestly Laura Lee as a character was really mm-hmm. sad for me and the way she died was very sad for me like that girl like died in two plane crashes like she was in two plane crashes in less than five months and like her really thinking that that was like god's promise her like it was just so heartbreaking i just loved it i don't know for me for me I mean when she said to the coach she was like no this is my destiny I believe that I do too it's just so sad that it was and watching Lottie like scream watching like they all had to watch their friend blow up yeah that's tough after thinking she was gonna get out and like get them help yeah I was like oh like just the I didn't think it was gonna work I just I don't know why I, mean, I thought it would be like less graphic freezing to death outside and blowing up in the plane I think blowing up in the plane same well same except I don't know when Jackie's <laughs> At least you like, have hope in your heart <laughs> when Jackie's limbs started freezing that she didn't like go inside well she was asleep I know but like do you think I wake up when I get too cold and I sleep in my apartment like it's 63 degrees yeah I but think maybe you different. just go numb so quickly I I don't know yeah, I've never frozen science. it enough. I mean people I mean it happens yes no for sure like, it happens regularly there's got to be some thing mental I about your how... brain slowing down I think when your whole body <sighs> is like the temperature really drops not just like the fans on too high but like which oh, I yeah, think you're maybe freezing. that does wake you up but like I think there's something about like body temperature and your heart rate slow, starts to slow down in order to like um exert like less energy to like our conserve energy mm-hmm. I think that's why your heart rate slows down so much when it gets cold um and so that in turn slows your blood flow which is why people get like hypothermia in their extremities mm-hmm. and so like we'll lose a toe or a finger or whatever um <clears throat> and then that just like it just like creeps into your whole body I don't know what it has to do with brain activity, but your blood throws and flows in your brain too. That's how your brain works, I think. I don't know. But I think it's like this whole, your body just slowly shuts down. I, positive, I don't disagree. But... It's just so heartbreaking to me that like, she was like <clears throat> 20 yards from the front door. Yep. No, no, that, that part's very sad. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, it's very sad. No, yeah. So obviously it's all very sad, but uh, Lottie just... I had more hope for Lottie. I like, she was good when she was there. She was like, I feel like the same presence. Lottie? Yeah. No, no, no. So sorry. Laura Lee. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Like I think had Laura Lee not died, it would have been harder for them to fall into cannibalism and cults. Yeah, probably. Also because she was best friends with Lottie. 
So I think well, it all sort of also, kept her in check. Lottie, right, yes. She kept Lottie in check and Lottie deferred to her. Mm-hmm. So then once Laura Lee was gone, she didn't have anyone to defer to. And so then I was like, well, I guess everyone should defer to me now. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what? let's just ping pong some B plots we liked. You go oh, first. I didn't. Oh, I didn't have any. The only two plots I wrote down were I can't believe Ty is stable enough for running for office, which I kind of felt neutral about for that whole plot. And then I can't believe Van survived the wolf attack, which I guess I like the wolf attack. And I guess I'm glad that they attempted to um, find help. I thought that was a good idea, even though the Red River thing was so fucking weird. And I couldn't figure out like what we were supposed to take from that. Mm-hmm. Like that was very bizarre like I understood the point of like reinforcing that Lottie is clearly having like some supernatural things happening to her but I didn't actually understand what the meaning of the Red River was and like it seems naive to think that like that was it right just to prove that she was right like right there's got to be some more like meaning behind a red fucking river I mean what a random thing it must nothing in this show is nothing in this show is random yeah so I just wish that there would have been like and I I guess there would have been a more obvious meaning behind that whole red river thing that would have been more obvious to me the dumb viewer (laughs) yeah and I saw a theory that was saying something like when Van got attacked by the wolf that that like wasn't happening and I thought that was interesting. So, like, because something about like Ty had spaced out, you know what I mean? Like, that she, I don't know. There's a yeah. ton of conspiracy theories for the show, guys. If you're interested in looking, just like go to Reddit. Like, there's so many. Yeah. Well, as a lot of the reviews point out, like, <clears throat> all of these girls are incredibly unreliable storytellers. I wish though that they would have pointed that out a little harder in the show, like done the exact same scene from two different perspectives or something like that to remind us. I think that would have actually been like a really powerful tool to put in the middle somewhere to be like, oh, you think that what we're telling you is 100% true. Remember, it's absolutely not. You know, like you should be second and third guessing every single thing that's happening here because it's we show you a scene and guess what it's only Jeff's perspective or it's only Ty's perspective and don't you forget that for a second that just because they think something happened doesn't mean that one of the other girls thought it happened this way or even happened at all yeah I agree I think uh there's that it like kind of like what the great does where it's like a sometimes true I do think like they could have done like the events you know the events being told are based you know something yeah, I mean, I just, I just do wish that they would have done like a, a perspective reset on just even one scene would have, I think, made a big difference. Yeah, because I forget that all the time. I don't think that they complete. I don't think. Well, they have Shauna's notebook. People so think right. There they is have notebooks. some version of the truth that has not been altered by time or. Right, like those well, are in the moment things that are happening. Granted, she's painting herself the victim as them, but totally. they are. That's the thing. Even that isn't. But they're not something. distorted by your own memory. It's not nothing. Right, right, right. It's not distorted by time and perspective. At least, it's in the moment distortion. 
which is maybe the best we can hope for. It's at least like, what would we call it in school? Like a first person source yeah, or whatever the fuck. Um, I think it's a bit of a reach for like, I don't think they're totally doing fantasy sequences. Like I, I like, I think that's a bit like that as far as conspiracies, conspiracy theories to me, that's kind of a reach. Like the wolf thing, I think the wolf thing happened. I do too. I mean, her face is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But. So some what of my favorite. <laughs> I and like this is my favorite show I've watched this year and maybe in the last year. I loved it so much. So I loved Natalie and Misty's road trip to find Travis. Every part of their little mini adventure, so funny. Even too. though Misty like clearly broke her car. Yeah, 100%. Still enjoyed it. The second Misty pulled up, I was like, she broke the car. Of course she did. It's a fucking Porsche. I'm like, those things don't just break. I know, but of course she broke the car. I still could enjoy the plot. I hated it. No, I hated it. I was like, what's she going to do? Nat's backstory with her dad and how that was the through line of how, like why she was good at hunting. I thought that was really important. Uh, Misty stalking Coach Ben. Oh my God. Taisa being the woman in the tree that's like scaring the shit out of her son. Oh, I hated that. I thought it was Misty <laughs> at first. Um, I think it's so interesting that in this show, you like in other shows, we're like, I hate that they raped you, but like it was good for the story. And in this one, you're like, nope, I hated it. Like all Misty did was like take a car thing out and you're like, nope, couldn't watch it. It's like we watch things that are fucking terrible. Well, she sabotages. It's, it's the sabotage of the whole Natalie did entire- eventually figure it out about the car trip which made yeah it she figured better, it out like as it was happening Natalie knew like yeah the, Natalie knew in the same moment we knew the I minute her car didn't before start. she did the minute her car didn't start and Misty pulled up um just so Misty sweet. holding Jessica hostage I thought that was a very funny B plot and also good that was Mim- funny I didn't understand why it went on for so long but I guess I think to prove that she wasn't as included in the story as the other three girls so that she could, like, she was still outside the inside group. Like, Misty had an entire episode where, you know what I mean? Like, she had full story with just that woman. Um, I guess. Them trying to catch the blackmailers and, like, that whole, like, them doing, oh, like, fake running crime through things. the store. Yeah, just doing, like, fake things they'd oh, that seen. Was and, funny. Then, and then just, like, how simple the blackmail explanation ended up being. Like, not for one second. Mm-hmm. And I... I think a lot of the times we do that, right? Like, I think sometimes the simplest answer is just the answer. Like, yeah, they, they can't get out of the fact that like they did all this fucked up stuff. And so they assume that everything's fucked up. Um, No one being shocked that Shauna killed Adam, like absolutely not one of them, like blinking an eye when there was like a dead Mm -hmm. man on the floor. And then how quickly they had to call Misty and her showing up and being like, I stole all this stuff from work. 12% of murderers are caught like based on yeah um the mushroom trip was wild what I hated an episode. It, but it was good story you know what i mean like i hated the the i don't like watching people like super high on drugs but i thought it was like a really nice preview into how these people could end up where they end up because up until that point i was like they're still like you know what i mean like they're still getting ready every day you know what i mean like they're still they live in a fake society now but eventually they're going to get broken down and then yeah I was wondering what was going to break them Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that 
that necessarily broke them, but it was the first actual, I think, like brick to be pulled out. Yes. I also think all of the girls had some sort of remorse for what they did the night before, except Lottie, who Mm -hmm. I think was really, it was really nice for her to see. Uh, that she like she can have this type of pull basically right like that was her like yeah. they want us to kill him when they were all like trying to like make out with Travis and then kill him yeah um yeah that was really what a turn a few answers that I want what <laughs> happened to Shauna's baby I really 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 hope that they don't eat it I she I mean she's not hell like she might just have I, I just don't she know might like, have miscarriage I of think course. That would be maybe too. There's not enough plot that you can get out of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like her delivering a baby or her delivering a baby that's actually chicken that they all eat doesn't give me hopes that the baby's not going to be. I just don't know how you come back from that as Shauna, a person. Like cannibalism, I don't know how you come back from anyway, but like your own child. Like, right. I just really hope that. Um, yeah. I. It's hard to believe that she's getting enough nutrients and all that stuff, whatever. I don't know. It seems mm-hmm. wishful thinking on my part to hope that she miscarries, but I don't yeah. think it's the daughter she has. It's it's not they because they it's a twenty five year reunion. Yeah, and the daughter's only like in high school. But and this is something that I hadn't thought about. So this is so this is also an answer I want. What happened when they got back that made Shauna still marry Jeff? You know what I mean? Like for the first like three episodes, I just assumed that the baby yeah. she was pregnant with was Callie and then did the math and was like, oh, I'm wrong. That's not possible. So like, how did they, was it like a trauma bond? Like after Jackie died, you know what I mean? Like how- Maybe. How do we get, so I like hope we see the like, I don't know. I'm excited that the creators of the show said they have like a five-year plan, like a five season. Oh, really? I assume yeah. three, but five. Wow, okay. I mean, they just, so Melanie Lewinsky was talking and she was like, I didn't want to sign on to do a TV show where like the creators didn't know where it was going. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to sign on to something, especially something that's like, so kind of out there and make sure they have like a fully clear direct plan. And she's like, and they told me like a five season overview. Granted they could, stuff will get adjusted, but yeah. um, The next question is, how are Misty and Nat so close in present day? Like they have like, like the, not like, you know know. what I mean? Like, how are they, how did, what, what happened that made it so that Nat is so okay with the lack of boundaries with Misty? I don't know. I'm very interested in like, how the fuck did that happen? Cause they spent next to no time together in the past. Right. Yeah. But so, the adult women have like some of the best scenes. Yeah, they also like, like go those on actresses that buddy are road. like the best scene partners. They're yeah, hilarious. they like go on that buddy road trip. You know what I mean? Like they do yeah. these things the and coke have coke scene. Yeah, like just so much. Um, what's going on with Ty? We've already talked about that, but like I, that's something I need like an immediate it's, answer for. No prediction. I have so many questions about that. I also now want to zero know, answers. Like, how much can we trust? Because I, I assume right, like you're talking about unreliable narrators and for the most part what we're getting in present day I'm believing is accurate right because it's in present day yeah right yeah but I don't know about with Ty yeah like is her story like is her narration like are we are we able to see when she kind of like for lack of a better better turn like blacks in and blacks out of these like fugue states 
Right. Or I mean, like maybe. Did we just get that like wink, wink, nod, nod in the finale of her eyes kind of like when she's winning, when she wins the election and she's standing there? Is mm-hmm. it like we've missed it other times because like the camera, you know what I mean? Like I'm very interested right. in that. And then obviously yeah. I just did who else survives the plane crash? Cause like they're not the only four. And Definitely. I know Lottie, but like who else? And like what happened to Javi? You know, like there's just so many. I, that was my first question. I was like, what about Javi? Like, I spent so much time thinking out of, I actually really enjoyed the out of plot of it. Um, and yeah. another situation where had any of these girls not had just so much fucking trauma, Shauna might mm-hmm. just think this guy has a crush on her. I read another article that was like, turns out the nice guy who did all this stuff was just nice. Like there was no sinister, whatever right. thing to Adam. Um, I thought that was going to be Javi for a long time, but then it obviously wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I, it, yeah, I, I, I didn't really think that it was, I don't know for one second, I was like, maybe it's Javi, but when then the story kind of went another direction, I was like, I, I think that they would have made this a little more pointed if it was yeah. going to be some big reveal about who he was or, or if they he was going to be somebody from the past or they would have done less because like making him an artist and then like Javi was draw, you know what I mean like they were drawing these really like almost two obvious parallels that made it so mm-hmm. they needed to do more or less I'd also yeah. assume that like they wouldn't just like completely forget what he looked like right yeah I don't I don't know um but Okay, do you have what other questions do you have? That's it. Okay. I um again, final time we'll bring it up, fans. I think it was a weird choice not to show any of the search party, including the fact that the girl who broke her leg stayed behind. So we did actually have a teammate who didn't go and would have been there for the fallout and you know, maybe based on green lighting schedules, they will like give us a whole season of like the search party, you know? I mean, like who knows? Like the way that people tell stories now isn't so like prescribed as it used to be, you know, people are getting creative with all this stuff, but I thought it was so weird that we never saw search party especially because even like okay so the girl with the broken leg aside okay that could have been Allie. one obvious avenue Allie one obvious avenue of reference point of like what was going on after the plane went down back in town another one if we were going to do present day is when Shauna and Jeff went over to that's the one I was house, thinking of yeah they didn't bring it up at all like that would have been again a normal time to mention it um and and they totally didn't um I did actually like really like in that scene though how Joff like defended her I agree. um that was the first time I think that I was like rooting for them as a couple um which I I guess my feelings were neutral to negative before because we basically got introduced to him and then assumed he was cheating on her immediately right like that's kind of how they set it up and so I was like, oh, this like funny daddy guy who went to high school with her, like high school boyfriend kind of thing. Um, well, like Jackie's no, high school I, boyfriend. Jackie's high school boyfriend, right. It's like all this like 
dark stuff, but it's so um, crazy to me that Jackie, that they go to Jackie's house, Jackie's parents' house for her birthday and the rabbit thing rolled. I rolled. I was like, Oh my God. Um, um, of course that did like kind of make me laugh. Cause like, especially towards the end, once we saw same episode where Shauna gets a rabbit from the Garden? parents. Oh, no, no, no. Like the parents oh. give her a rabbit. Right. Figurine or whatever the fuck, because it was like, quote unquote, like Jackie's favorite, whatever. Um, and then it like almost immediately cuts to a scene of Jackie being like, I don't even like rabbits or like whatever the fuck she says. Oh yeah, eating and them? Not She's- even eating them. Like she, she just makes some kind of offhanded comment in the woods about rabbits. And it just made me think about like, you just don't know, like you just don't know what the people behind who you leave behind will cling to mm-hmm. you know what I mean and for her parents it was like her having a stuffed rabbit as a kid and then them just deciding she was obsessed with rabbits and giving her friend a rabbit every year like as a coping mechanism like keeping her memory alive or whatever when in fact like she yeah. didn't even like rabbits or like whatever you know whatever it's just a juxtaposition yeah. I thought was was clever um I could like start the bait and switch of like is Jeff a good or a bad guy yes I like that I was because also they didn't go too big with it I agree it was like a very subtle like he's cheating on her so when she starts cheating on him you don't feel bad for him and then when you find out that he's not cheating on her and you kind of start to feel bad for him then he's blackmailing her like they did a really good job of like of laying the like blame so that he kind of remained neutral yeah like, like I didn't hate bad. Jeff no never I actually found him to be like kind of funny I also loved the like Randy yeah. Walsh like bit of it all yeah or his best friend was one that like had a crush on Shauna and sucked and then he was the only one who was in on the like blackmailing yes no for sure and like I hope that they like bring him in kind of to the team a little bit more in season two yeah because he does know right like yeah and and like what a good little henchman he would make I don't know (laughs) they're gonna need help finding Natalie I guess we didn't even talk about the finale which is Natalie's abduction like scream abducted by the cold I for sure thought she's gonna kill herself was nearly positive I was like looking through my hands I I don't want to watch this whatever and then for her to get shoved in the van as the odd like voiceover was like who the fuck is Lottie Matthews after she like blackmailed a woman in her AA like yeah she had done all this dirt you know yeah um for for it to be like that and then it almost I had the exact same reaction as to when I was watching Succession and Kendall does the this is the day that my dad's this is the day yes. that he's being arranged. Yeah, the like, voiceover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it the was takeover. that exact same like hostile takeover. It was that exact same like press conference yeah. voicemail like feeling where you're like, I want more episodes. Like, yeah, who the fuck is Lottie Matthews? Like people who binge this like in years where it's just gonna be so much better because you'll just go right into the next episode. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, my last question is, but the only thing that gives me hope is that I hope Misty's still bugging her. 
Uh, I think she broke that when she found out. I know. I agree with you, but I really hope she has a backup. It's Misty. I mean, she should have a backup now. (laughs) Or she's like bugged Natalie's phone or something. Like yeah, Misty's gonna find her. I'm positive. You know yeah, what I mean? Like that's one thing yeah, I'm positive. For sure, Misty's gonna find her without a doubt. Um, so my last question is like, what's up with the dead guy in the cabin? Also, what did they do with his bones? We never saw once the girl started sleeping up there, we never really saw them cut to like the skeleton in the rocking chair ever again. And so I I want to know, is he still there? Did they take him down and bury him? Did they like push him out a window? Like it and it felt like they kind of addressed it. And so I mean, did you do you did you remember? Did you get any context about him? No, I think he'll be so to kind of skip to one of my predictions. And it's my I have two extremely wild, one wild prediction, one wild theory that I read. The wild prediction is that we're gonna dabble into ghosts in season two because Laura Lee I think Laura Lee and Jackie are going to be like haunting them with that man because when Jackie died he was there like she saw him so interested to see if we like dabble in ghosts could that be because I just binged all of CBS's ghosts maybe the second thing and this is something I read that at the time I read it I was like that's fucking absurd and ridiculous and I've come back to it a few times so at this point who knows but that Lottie's family did this on purpose like they crashed the plane and like that's their yeah so because it's like also who lived there and how did they get anything like did someone really just live 100% you couldn't live off the road (laughs) right but like so I I just the guy flew the plane in yes I just think do I think that that's true? Absolutely not. D- have I thought about it a few times since I read the prediction? Maybe. Like, because Lottie's family so, is really wealthy. They chartered the yeah. plane and she's taking those pills to avoid her predictions, right? Like she predicted that car crash. Like she's had these episodes before. Yeah. Before we knew that she was like, whatever. I don't even know what medical condition, like what pills she's taking. I, I don't understand anything about that. But I did immediately think, man, all of those girls who are on like any sort of medication, what a bummer. Like you're going to have to like withdraw in the wilderness, like from whatever prescription you're on. I mean, right. Um, Or like, if you don't have contacts, like what the fuck would you do? Yeah. Like forgot your glasses at the trip. You know what I mean? Like I just ripped my eyeballs out. Were people wearing contacts in the nineties? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. There's not enough glasses. I I do wish that they yeah the nitty gritty the not addressing pooping in the woods problem with Outlander or whatever the fuck it is that they just yeah. like never fucking address. Um, okay, so there was a vulture recap from the finale, and they put make this point out there, and I had literally no idea what they were talking about. So again, I think maybe I just missed it, but maybe you caught it, but. During the intro credits. Mm-hmm. The man in the woods is there. Who's this guy? Is he the who's this guy guy? Yeah. During Jackie's midsummer scene. Yes. Says, so glad you're joining us. We've been waiting for you. Yes. Is he the dead guy from the attic or is he just a personification of cult leader that Jackie's dying brain kicked into her imagination? 
I think he's the dead guy in the attic. Right? That's why I think there's ghosts. So when Jackie dies and she, they're all like, we love you so much. Yeah. And she's hearing all the things that she wished, like, right? Like that's her dying wish is to hear all of these people tell her that they love her. Like that's her version of like going off yeah. peacefully. And then, yeah, there's a guy that's like, we're so glad you're here. And it's her and Laura Lee. He's standing with Laura Lee. And so I think that that's why I said they're going to like dabble with some ghosts. Like, I don't think this I, is I guess last... I just don't remember him in the, in the pilot. I just don't think this is the last we're going to see of Jackie. Yeah, probably not. Because she's like haunting Shauna in present day too. Granted, I do think that's just like her, like her guilt figmentation. Like, mm. I don't think, I just think they've like already kind of started dabbling with Supernatural and I wouldn't be surprised if they like keep going. Yeah, I could go either way on that. Okay, I don't know. Ask me again in like three days. It, it does seem like con- a convenient like time to break off well, Jackie, kind of, but I yeah. also wouldn't, like you said, I also wouldn't be totally surprised if they brought her back as a ghost. Seems like it would make sense because obviously, yeah, it's like ruined Shauna's like whole life. The, the guilt the- has like weirdest theory I saw that I don't really understand how people are connecting this it was like a BuzzFeed article of like you know yellow jackets theories or whatever they crowdsourced it yeah yeah it was like comment section and one of them was that Callie is Jackie's actual child and the person was like I mean maybe but also how like she's dead so like that she didn't actually die like we're pretty sure Jackie's actually dead I'm pretty positive Jackie's yeah. actually dead. it was just an interesting one that I was like huh because yeah, also these predictions were made, these predictions were made before the finale aired. Mm-hmm. So it was like people's, got it. which is probably, it, it was it. probably after she took the yellow jackets jersey that Shauna had of Jackie's and right. watched that party. That was Shauna's. Yeah. Two more things I do okay. want to say. I, I see lo- why people would make that connection. I loved, you already kind of talked about earlier, like Shauna's family dynamic with her daughter. Mm-hmm. I loved it once the daughter found out about the affair. Usually I hate Amazing. that. Um, but that final scene where it's like Adam's been murdered and Callie's like, that's the guy whose wallet was in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that there's going to be so much unraveling of that story in the next season, just in her own life, which I'm excited to like see. Yeah. But, um, okay. Should we Yeah, take a- I was really not expecting when Shauna when the daughter figures out like puts the pieces together about the cheating and shauna just like it's like okay. absolutely was like actually you want to be the child of divorce yeah. <laughs> yeah. god she just went ruthless when it went it so quickly i was like holy shit okay yeah in that same i wish i could remember who i'll find the recaps and like do a screenshot of them on the instagram but like one of them oh wait hold on do I have it here? No. Um, but basically this guy was saying, or whoever wrote the article was saying like, like out of, they like treat, they, the girls all treat Natalie, like she's wearing kid gloves. And like, yeah. they like when Ty and Taysa and Shauna were like sitting in the car being like, she has no family. Why do you keep bailing her out? Like they were talking about Natalie yeah. when she wasn't there and how she'd relapsed. And the article was like, out of all of them, she actually is coping with what she went through in a way that's like logical. Like Shauna's mm-hmm. cosplaying as a person. And then she does have these extremely immature moments where, you know, like they always say, 
uh, they, the collective that, you know, I don't know, articles, people, scientists say like when trauma happens, you're like frozen at that age, like the Michael Jackson theory, the Britney Spears theory, all that stuff. And so it's like, if that's true and they're stunted at the most traumatic thing that happened to them, none of them have aged over 17 years old. Right. Like Shauna treats her daughter like a peer and like a bitchy peer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah like she treats her like the school bully she's like oh you want to right oh, oh you, you want to like... rat me out well <laughs> also a funny thing was when she was cooking and they were like oh my gosh this whatever is so good tonight she's like thanks it's rabbit oh, I did did all I this stuff the and garden. they yeah. started laughing and I was like she's a psychopath like too like they're not none of them are good but that was funny yeah, that was crazy and she's like oh well I told you the truth like you know, like her Mm-hmm. but should we take a quick break and then come back and do stats and single buzzing yeah let's do it okay my recommendation for the people this week is the dang dover all-in tote i just got it today i've been like dying for a new work bag now that i'm going back into the office more and it holds like a 13 inch laptop it holds clothes it, it's like the perfect bag without being too big and i am obsessed i just got it today and it's perfect beautiful that's that's my recommendation that sounds wonderful let's get back to the show let's do it so why don't you go through do you want to go through your stats first or do you want me to uh you go first okay my favorite character is a tie between either young natalie or coach ben my favorite relationship is adult natalie and misty my favorite episode is episode nine doom coming and that's that. I was about to be like, and my single best scene is like, I was just rallying off, <laughs> rolling like, through. Rolling through. But what are your stats? Uh, my favorite character is older Shauna. My favorite relationship is older Shauna and older Ty. I mean, younger and older, I guess, both, both eras. My favorite episode is, you know, it's tough because was the episode where the doom's coming the same episode as their like tracking heist of the money? Yeah, it was episode nine. So it was like the episode. Yeah, I, I did really like the heist a lot more than the doomsday. So it's tough to call that my favorite episode, but Mm -hmm. I, I did like the heist a lot. Yeah, I also really liked the finale with, I mean, obviously the finale answered a lot of questions, but I did like, I thought the high school reunion payoff was what I wanted. Yeah, 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 that was good. Um, One last funny thing before we go into single bus scene is Allie's being like, I could have been on that. Like all of the times Allie talked about how she could have been in like the worst traumatic, the most traumatic plane crash. I was, I was supposed to be on the plane yeah. crash, right? But like, she was like being uh, like, we have a very special group of young like women with us tonight. I was like, shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Brutal. But okay. So if, what is your single best scene from season one of Yellow Jackets? My single best scene is the murder cover-up teamwork of the four women. It was really nice to see them all working together. It was lots of jokes were made. Um, Shauna saying it's like getting on a really gross bike is <laughs> <laughs> something I'll never forget. Um, 
and the fact that Missy knew exactly what to do and had a plan and had the right equipment just all of it like down to the hands and head being incinerated in her patient's coffin just wall to wall everything about that scene was amazing yeah it was so I completely I think that's like one of the better it was just also awesome to see all four of those women in a scene together because we yeah they really hadn't done a lot of like they didn't want to be seen together um but I think it was like a Twitter thread that I was reading about Yellow Jackets and they were saying you know we started off the season showing how strong their teamwork was like you really got the like we're a team we're a soccer whatever and then throughout the season you see it fall apart Mm -hmm. and then kind of that doomsday you kind of see them re-remember that they're a team and they work better together and all of that stuff so I do like that their natural like instinct being around each other is just like working well together yeah they like immediately like okay we're gonna split this up do this you're gonna like it was very like we've done this before Mm -hmm. which they have yes um I just remembered the Misty and Allie road trip and they stopped for snacks and Allie says Really, Misty? Beef jerky? It's <laughs> <laughs> like holding a Slim Jim. Uh, uh, sorry. I no, I... I written that down. No, that's a good one. Um, well, it's because, like... I think that's why it didn't bother me that she sabotaged her, because I think it's, like, in that moment when she realized, like, oh, my, you pulled it out. It's in your fucking car. Like, when she went inside to get the slim gym is when natalie well, she found snooping. it then yeah, yeah yeah she found it then i'm not like totally i, just to I think she they... might have been suspicious before then yeah i just don't know why she like allows her to right away her. the yeah. two coffee cups i was like yeah well, I I, the problem is i just like can never tell what missy's motivation is because i don't again she's just very unpredictable mm-hmm. and scary and yeah, kind of has that like serial killer thing where it, she doesn't seem to really. She's a psychopath. Yeah, like what is it? Sociopaths are born, psychopaths are made. It's either that or that's flipped. Like you're either born a sociopath or you're born a, born a psychopath, and the other one you like can become, right? Like it's can become. She's um, well, whatever the one you can it's become. It's not that she doesn't have any emotions because she does but they're like the chemistry there's something wrong with her the chemistry I think there's like a chemical imbalance yeah she has feelings also just the coach being gay and her being in love with him that combo was I also have a secret boyfriend I was like shut up like you don't have a secret boyfriend Ben doesn't like you um okay what is your single best scene my single best scene is from episode eight when Misty runs in and does Natalie's Coke and then yeah. <laughs> screams about how she's like such a good friend and that she's doing yeah. this for her and asks if it burns because she's never done Coke before. And every all of the chaos that ensued. I mean, just that, doing the Coke instead of just throwing, throwing it down. Yeah. <laughs> and how she was like, I've never like just how she was like, I'm being a good friend, like after she was spying on her. Yes. I, that whole I just that was my like 
when I've talked to people at the show after that's the scene I always bring up and I'm like can you believe that happened yeah because so I think it was equal parts like drama comedy and also like kind of sad you know what I mean like it had all of the elements right, right right yeah no totally um so I read a bunch of recaps as I've mentioned a million times I feel like I'm like the woman on the view that's like I've read the book like it's it's not that impressive to read like recaps I was just trying to remind myself of some of the details and this person said the same thing in two separate entries from like episode four and episode like 10 say what you want about Misty and calling her a psychopath who drugged who trapped her friends in the wilderness for 19 months to starve and die an abuser of the elderly would be valid she's kind of a great friend though and then the next one is I've said it once I've said it again Misty is a psychopath but she's a great friend (laughs) and I think that's why like it is true right like she does these outrageous things Mm -hmm. but then she like shows up to help you clean a body right like she is a bitch contains multitudes I mean truly she's multifaceted to say the least yeah and we're writing complex women on this show <laughs> yeah this very, show is almost entirely women I was gonna say it was like a very there was like coach Ben Javi Travis oh we didn't even talk about Kevin who I enjoyed his plot with Natalie and yeah. him being I also loved when I loved when Misty and Natalie got arrested and Misty had stolen the phone number and called him to get them out of yep. jail. Um, and like how quickly Natalie just like sabotaged the whole thing once, you know, she shot his gun. Yeah, that was sad. Mm-hmm. Although speaks to the like emotional stuntedness of them mm-hmm. was like her only way out of that she felt was to, to implode. Right. Cause I think, I mean, I mentioned it a little bit earlier with like kind of forgetting how old they are until they do stuff. That's really extremely, it feels immature, but it's age appropriate, like down to Jackie being pissed at Shauna for having sex with her boyfriend. So she just like pretends to not know passive aggressively, then announces it to the group to like try to win sympathy. And then when that doesn't work is like, fine, I'll sleep with Travis and like does like, there was just so much chaos that happened in that that dooms coming party yeah and like all of that is age appropriate you're just not in a situation where you're just with 12 of your high school friends you know what I mean like you're not trapped yeah like yeah it's it gets to be spread out instead of just that same group yeah that's fair um so um, news yeah let's let's hear the do you news. want to do news first yeah let's hear the news okay back in December the sh- I thought I just thought this fact was interesting the show has been renewed for season two but Back in December, Showtime's president of entertainment confirmed that Yellow Jacket is res- Yellow Jackets is returning for a second season. And then he said, in terms of acclaim, in terms of buzz, no pun intended, and in terms of hard numbers, this show has just exploded. So interesting. If you're listening to this podcast now, you probably have seen it, heard it some, you know what I mean? Like I think this is a very fun. big well, I just think in terms of like people who are going to be interested in this episode this show was like so extremely word by like word of mouth, but not always your friends. Right. So it's like, they're probably people who are listening to this probably like do what we do where you like search on pod, like you search on the Apple podcast app to like find someone else talking about the great. Yeah. That'd be great. So hello strangers. (laughs) Yeah. Hi strangers. (laughs) We usually like, Sophie usually likes the shows more. Yes, when we cover them, if you want to, if you want to find another episode of us, <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you have any? I know we've kind of talked about them throughout, but like, 
you know, let's just like punch a couple predictions out that you have for for season two. Okay. So I've already said my big one, which is the craziest, the ghost theory. I am my prediction. So the adult Lottie Matthews, I want to know the, the, I think the pills are going to play a really big role in whatever her capacity and the cult leader is in season two. Okay. So I think there's some sort of medication thing there to her visions, I guess we could call them. Um, a lot of it has to do with Adam. So that story isn't over. Shauna will have to come clean about Adam because I think he could have been a member of that cult and like used as blackmail, right? Like, so like he infiltrated, like he works for Lottie. So maybe I think Adam sure. maybe works for Lottie showed up to like fuck with Shauna, fuck with Shauna's marriage. Kind of just like low-key ruin her life. And okay. then because he's been put on the news, someone already reported him missing. Mm, so right. I think that's that. And then Van still being alive, you and I both have said we think is probably yeah, true. Definitely think Van's still alive. And I think that's maybe what's keeping Ty in the cult, whether that's like because of they're still because of their connection or because like a promise that was made or like, that's what's, I think that that's Ty's emotional connection to whatever sacrificing she's doing. If that is in case, cause I do think you're not wrong in guessing that she's maybe not her thing is unrelated to Lottie. To I, yeah. It's hard to tell, but I think if it is related to Lottie, it has to do with Van. Cause I can't yeah, see I agree. Ty. That's the only emotional pull she has in the, 1996 storyline yeah so those are my kind of big predictions did you have any for they're a little bit broader than I think I would do for a normal show just because there's so much mystery around it totally it's hard to just like make a you know so and so we'll be back you know yeah um I think that we're gonna I think that Javi lives okay and I think we're gonna meet Javi as an adult I don't know if they find him or if he escapes. I kind of feel like he might escape. Um, mm-hmm. Like after right. Doom's coming, right? Like he actually where like we left, runs to a town or whatever the fuck. Yeah, because where we left, Javi has not been found. Right. In Javi's the 96 storyline. Um, granted, him escaping this early knowing the girls still have another year mm, but maybe he sort of escapes and then tries to black out everything that happened and it's just like in this small Canadian town and like someone adopts him and he just sort of acts like nothing nothing happened and then you know that can be a whole thing later with triggers and all this stuff so I just think we're gonna meet him as an adult um I'm I curious also, sorry I'm curious as to when um Misty was able to find Travis, right? Like she, like, and Natalie, like, was shocked that she found him and all that stuff. If she would have also been able to find, you know, like, if that was like intentionally left out, if she couldn't find him or if he did, you know, never come back. Cause I think it would be really interesting if to the present day people's knowledge, he never came back. Yeah. And I think that's probably why so many people thought he was Adam and why Mm -hmm. she could think that that's Adam. Right. It it would explain why none of them identify that guy as Javi. Which I will say has still not been denied. We all just think because he's been murdered 
that he's who he says he is but like there's no. been no story that says that he's explicitly not hobby i just don't yeah i don't he really know. is but I, again who knows <laughs> it feels like a pretty like really playing the long game mm-hmm. from like a writing standpoint <laughs> like really I counting think. on getting that second season huh? you know what i mean uh if he is hobby but um uh i think that we're gonna get more of ty's son who i am terrified of okay yeah sam he's just extremely unsettling and i definitely think we're gonna get he's gonna get somewhere screen time well if you think about it it's like his mom's been tormenting him outside the window um and also sacrificed his dog i mean he has reasons but um also I don't know. Yeah, is do we? I, they never really talked about it, um, or maybe they didn't. and I missed it about if he was adopted or if, like, is he a biological son of either of those women, Ty or her wife? I don't Did they know talk about that. I don't know if they've talked about it. Well, I, because if he is. I know. Hypothetically, Ty's son, then like whatever kooky brain thing she has, he might also have. Yeah. Um, which would be really interesting. But um yeah, I don't know. Um and I'm just like hopeful that we get more Shauna, older Shauna family time <laughs> with like I said, I want Jeff to be brought in, but like also like the the scene with the three of them on the couch was just like very cute and like I even wouldn't mind the daughter like being brought into the heist because like obviously or the shenanigans or whatever because it seems like she can sort of handle it she managed to handle the cheating thing pretty well so yeah um, I don't know I hope we get more family time with them and I don't think that's far-fetched considering Adam was on tv so regardless mm-hmm. of if the group, if the like yellow jackets find out her family will, right? Because he knows right. that she murdered someone because yeah. she told him everything. Yeah. And yeah. then uh the daughter knows because she, you know, like the that family is gonna have to deal with Adam, whether it's connected to the cult and the like trawling on the tree or whatever yeah. the like cult omen is or not. Yeah. But yeah. Well, guys, that was Yellow Jackets in all its glory. Yeah. Um, Hope you're as pumped for for season two. Do do we have a release? Have they even? No, I mean they haven't even started filming. I would guess November of this year. Like we're lucky. I'm hoping we get it in end of year. Yeah. I think it'll get. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, um, I would say November, December, January. Yeah. The lucky thing with cool. Showtime is they'll just air things. So like it won't have to wait for like <laughs> same with like all streamers, but this one I feel like we're in from like Thanksgiving to New Year's. Like it was the most random holiday yeah. schedule that I'd seen. But all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Next time we'll I won't have food weeks. poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Bye guys. Bye.